This week on the show, our pop culture news. We talk about a new board game called Canvas. And fortune cookies. It is March 2023. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to, to Lunchbox Reaction. Reaction. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Brian, and joining me this week are Linnea. Hello. And Evan. That's me. And let's just jump right in this week with our pop culture news. Who would like to go first? I'll go first. So this week, some new like information about the next Pokemon animated series coming came out. Ooh. It looks interesting. The main appeal to it for me is that Ash, the main character for the last like 20 years... Is gone. He's going to be leaving. Oh, that's the main appeal? Well, for of these new trailers or stuff. Oh, because I thought when we first talked about that, you said you were sad that he was leaving. I've accepted it at this point. <laughs> oh, okay. The new characters, that we get a bit of information on them. They both have, I think one of them has like a weird Pokeball and the other one has like a weird pendant or something. And they're all very committed on something. I, it doesn't give much information. Who's next, Linnea? Do you want to go or do you want me to? Uh, I'll go. My pop culture thing for this week is that my K-pop group that I listened to released a new mini album a few days ago. A mini album? Yes. And what's all the group? The albums only, all the albums only have four or five songs. Oh. The group is Twice. Is it a boy band, girl band? It's a girl band. Okay. And how'd you find them? My friend made me a K-pop playlist. Oh, Okay. <laughs> So what's the Twice band like? What do you mean? I don't know. <laughs> are they popular? Yeah. Why are they not I've named Thrice? <laughs> well, there's nine members. They make songs that are... It takes nine of them to sing, huh? Yeah. Well, some <laughs> of them dance. Oh, okay. Some of them dance, some of them sing. If I yeah. recall, Girls' Generation was nine members, too. Yeah, I think there's a lot of K-pop groups that are nine members, I've noticed. I wonder if it has some significance, the number nine. I don't know. <laughs> you can right. look that up. And then there's what? There's six guys in BTS, right? Or is it five? I don't remember. I don't know. I don't. I think it's six. BTS fans tell us. <laughs> Just going to start writing angrily. All right. So you've been listening to it. Do you like it? Yeah. I listened to most of the songs on the album. And where do you find it? On Spotify. <laughs> That's where I found it. So you can listen to it for free. It's probably also on Apple Music, I would assume, or a lot of places K-pop artists like to be. Is K-pop big with you and your friends? With my friends, yes. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Evan? Do your friends listen to K-pop? Not really. Do your friends listen to any kind of music? Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> it seems they, as long as there's music in the background, they don't really mind what it is. Oh, okay. It's just, it's just there. You guys put in your earbuds and let's just listen to static. The time that I had them over at our house to play D&D, I had classical Russian music playing. And they didn't seem to mind that much. <laughs> they never commented on Well, you're just playing D&D. &D. Yeah. It's not like you're listening to, to lyrics. It's just something in the background. Yeah, I guess. All right. Uh, my news this week is that on Friday, April 7th, we are going to Chicago. Yes, Schmigadoon Season 2 is coming back. Oh. And we're going to the city of Chicago. Oh. Which will be... Pretty much, I'm guessing, like the musical Chicago, but Schmigadoon uh, style. <laughs> That's going to be interesting. So yeah, there's a trailer online. Looks pretty funny. 
uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It seems like there's a lot of the same actors, but just playing different roles. Uh. So I don't, I don't know if they're supposed to be the same person or if they're just supposed to be totally different. I imagine they'll make fun of it with the, the two main characters wondering. Is it the same two main characters? Yep, yep. Same two they're having two. more relationship problems? I, I don't know. We'll find sake. out. We'll find out. Yeah, it's going to be a six-episode run. I think that's what the first season was, too. And the first two are coming out on Friday, April 7th, and then the rest will be released a week at a time. I can see why they would want to break up if they keep getting sucked into musicals <laughs> and having relationship problems. I, I wouldn't want to be in that relationship either. From the trailer, I think this season's going to be more dire because I think the guy is accused of murder and, oh. and he has to prove his innocence and he's going to be executed or something if they find out that he did it or... Well, that's fun. Wait, so, in in real life or in the musical world? Well, in the musical world. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're not in real life. It's a musical execution. I thought, I thought you were talking about real and life, and then you said the executed, actor, no. and I was like, oh. I love musical executions. All right, there we go. That's our pop culture news for the week. Now let's move on to our main topic, the board game called Canvas. So in Canvas, everyone is a painter, and you're all competing in various prestigious art festivals to earn special ribbons that are worth points. And the way to get ribbons is to collect transparent cards and layer them in certain ways that will give you points in order to get ribbons. (laughs) And then the way you layer paintings can also... Each little transparent layer has the little illustration on it, and you can layer them in different ways so that it looks really pretty or really weird. (laughs) <laughs> Each combination will come up with a title for you, too. So sometimes the titles could just be one word, like one of mine was just imminent. and that, Or they could be something like, um, what did I get? Corrupt, corrupted Attraction? <laughs> that was one I got. So the contents include 60 transparent cards, one canvas playmat, 100 ribbon tokens, 20 paint palette tokens, 32 cards, 32 sleeves, and one deck box. All right, so let's start with the box first. What do you think of the box? The game box? Yeah. It's very pretty. Because it's, it's striking, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's unlike a lot of other games in that the front, there's not even words on it talking about the game. It's just a beautiful painted picture. Mm-hmm. And what's the artist's name? I think it's on the back of the box. It's, it's like Lua something? Luan, H-U-Y-N-H. Okay. Yeah, so so it's a very unique box in that respect. Another unique respect is that the box isn't your standard game box. Think of any standard game box that you've ever seen where you take the top off, and you have two pieces of the top and the bottom. This one... It slides up. It slides out. So it's it's almost like one of those old book covers where you have a... where you can slide a book into a case kind of thing. But yeah, in this case, it's almost like a drawer that comes out of the box, which I think is really cool. So that's kind of a, a unique aspect of this game. Mm-hmm. It seems like the kind of box that you'd open and it would just hold art supplies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. Like you, I feel like you wouldn't be, if someone just handed it to me, I wouldn't be expecting a board game. <laughs> right. All right. So the contents. Uh, let's start with the the play cloth. What do you think of that? I've never played a board game with where the cloth is what you're playing on, except yeah, that Twister. Was- but yeah, I thought that was kind of nice. You can you can roll it up, fit it right in the box. Uh, it's probably what about uh, it's more than a foot, less than two feet, maybe eighteen inches long. Probably, Roughly. yeah. yeah I would say. Eighteen inches long, maybe about 
seven or eight inches wide, enough space for few, for cards to sit on it. And the cards, so you have a card deck that contains these transparent cards with images on them, and you layer three cards together, the transparent cards, and you make a piece of art. And the card progression works that you put out five cards, and, and the first card in the row, so imagine a row of five cards, the first card is free, meaning whoever's turn it is, they can pick up that card. If they want to get the next card, they can play one of their little art palette tokens. They place it on the first card, and they could pick up the second card. Uh, if you played two tokens, you could place one on the first one, one on the second one, pick up the third one, and, and so forth. So each person starts with a certain number of these tokens that let you jump ahead of line and, and grab some different cards. Anyway, so if the first card is taken off, every other card moves down, and a new card comes out, and that's one of these transparent cards. So this was our first time playing, so we were kind of just getting used to it, but I think I think we got it now. I would say. So complexity of the game, what do you think? Was it easy, hard? Well, I was not play- paying attention whatsoever when you were reading the instructions, but I caught on a few minutes in. <laughs> I was paying attention to the instructions. The only problem is that the whole time I was never paying attention to what would fit. I was only paying attention to what looks good. So I ended up just like dooming myself because I had like the most randomest cards that don't go together. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's simple when you understand it and don't get too distracted by the art all the time. Yeah, the art is fun. It, it's just beautiful art, I think. And I think part of the fun is layering them together and creating your own your masterpieces. Like I had one that was a ballet dancer. There were fireballs all around her. And then there was the moon. <laughs> Yeah. Now, when I was playing this, I was more just going for trying to get points. I wasn't really paying that much attention to the art. Were you the same or were you... Oh, I was paying attention to the art. You were trying to put it pretty pictures together. Yeah. Okay. But, well, my main priority was what would get me the most points, but if it made a pretty picture, it was a bonus. Yeah. My mind was completely clashing. Like, I could move this one forward and it would look good, but if I would move it one back, I would get another point. So points are scored by rules cards, and you put out four rules cards. The game comes with, I don't know, probably about eight or nine rules cards. Does it say on the box again? How many rules cards are, like the different point scoring? It probably doesn't. No, it does not. No, it doesn't say exactly. So in this way, this game is a lot like the game we reviewed, I don't know, a month or so ago called Cascadia where you have to get certain groups of animals, like a a falcon has to be by itself, or bears have to travel in threes, things like that. This game is sort of the same. You have to have, if you get a pair of triangles, so those are symbols on the cards, or you can only have one color wheel, and that's how you score points. So in that respect, every time you play the game, it could be different because you could always put out a different rule set. So in that way, I think this game has a lot of replayability. And you could just keep using the same rule set over and over, but but you can always throw in a new one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So did you find yourself looking at those rules all the time and just trying to finagle your way into... Yeah, I I got all of them almost every time. I only looked at them after I'd picked up all my cards. You got to plan ahead, Evan. Yeah. The art is very distracting. So do you feel like this game... Is it more luck of the draw, or is it strategy? How how do you think this game falls in that sort of... Mm. I mean, for me, it was mostly strategy. Like, 
I guess because I'd see a card, I'd see it coming and I'd be like, okay, well, let me see how many turns, like if I can get that on my turn and if not, what can I get that would replace it? Or like, oftentimes I didn't even need to get another card. I could just look at the hand I already had and I could figure them in a certain way that would get me points. I would say it's a bit luck, but it's mostly strategy. Because oh, Yeah, because sometimes there's people who are going to want to take the card that you want, and if you can guilt them, then that works, and you can take the card that you want, and they get a crappy card. Yeah. You, you get to choose what card you want on the pile as long as you have enough of those art tokens. Yeah. I mean, you, you can, except at the same time, I, I feel like this game is a bit luck of the draw in that you know, I was waiting for a certain card combination to to show up, and it just never did. You know, like I had, you know, I have these. Oh, these two cards would be great if I just I had one more, and I would look at what was out on the field, and none of them met that criteria. Mm. And as more and more cards came out, you know, people would take them, and more cards came out, and it was just hmm. Maybe we should like have an under the table like trading program. <laughs> like, okay, what do you need? You mean cheating? No, an under the table trading. Oh. Even like secretly hidden from anyone who comes over. Like and when we play no this one game. else is looking, we like huddle under the table and oh. like, exchange cards really quickly. Okay. <laughs> All right. So this game it says it's for one to five players, and we had four of us playing. How do you think that worked? Would it? Be better with more, better with fewer. Wait, it's how many? Well, it says one to five. How can you play with one person? Uh, there are rules on the back of the... Good question, Leah. There are rules on the <laughs> back of the rule book that talk about playing with one person. And, oh. And you play against Leonardo da Vinci. <laughs> oh, no. And, oh, you cannot win that. And, yeah. And it, it has to do with the, those little artistic palettes that you use to to choose other cards. You're supposed to take a bunch of them and you like shake them and throw them in a way like dice, I guess. And then if they come up, like for everyone that's face up, you can put one down and you take a card. It, it, there's a whole rule set for how to sort of randomly do a card thing with Leonardo da Vinci. If I was like <laughs> some amateur artist and I was like thrown in a competition that I signed up for and I would just like see the name Leonardo da Vinci as the person that I'm going against i would just i would run at least i think it's leonardo i should double check is the art like very no i'm sorry it's not leonardo vinci it's vincent van gogh yeah because i was oh. thinking that this art looks a lot more there we like go. van yeah. gogh sorry style. no i had it totally wrong vincent yeah I, I would still run away as fast as i could yeah i was thinking that a lot of the background imagery looked a lot like the kind of art van gogh would do so i already said this game reminded me a bit of cascadia Another game we talked about that it reminded us of was... Gloom. Mm -hmm. Why don't you talk about that a bit? Gloom is a game where instead of lining up or, yeah, stacking up transparent paintings, you're stacking up transparent people or, and you're giving them... Well, no, you have one person, and but then you're stacking transparent cards on top of them that give them, like, horrible death stories. Yeah. <laughs> it can be, like... Uh, stung by a horde of wasps, and then you have to like tell a story about how that happened. It's a great game. Yeah, but in, very... in that game, so that game, you have a family, and you're and you're trying to kill off other people, right? You're or, or you're, it, you're, you're racing to oh, kill no. off your own family. Yeah, you're trying to kill off your own family. That's why it's gloom. You're trying to save everyone and, else's and other, family. Yeah, other people, you put cards on that are good, so that good things happen to them. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's called gloom. And gloom is more of a storytelling game. You're supposed to 
you're, whenever you play a card, you're supposed to come up with an elaborate story of, of what's going on. This game, Canvas, reminded me of that in that it had the transparent cards. Mm-hmm. But this game is not as ruthless as Gloom is. You're not, you're not yeah. playing cards on other people. Right. You're just taking other people's cards. <laughs> well, no, it's not other people's cards. They haven't there's, claimed there's no them one's yet. cards until you take one. No, but I mean, if someone takes the one that you want, there's well, competition there. Yeah, but that's not. It's not. You haven't hurt them per se, or yeah, you have. Help. You have hurt them emotionally. <laughs> emotionally, I mean, if they can you be hurt by a card you don't even have? Yeah. No, but you can be hurt by the person taking it. Oh, okay. You can be hurt in every way by a card you don't have. <laughs> All right. If you see the card, you see how it could save you, make you win, and then someone else takes it, and despite your pleading, they keep it. Like, that's pretty hurtful, especially when you know that person doesn't need it as much as you do. <laughs> so so your, one of your strategies then is just to make people feel bad? Yeah, or? guilt tripping. Okay. All right. When I is a master at guilt tripping. So we play this game, and I'll, I'll put some pictures up. I took some pictures of my hand and Linnea's hand. Oh, you you were looking at Linnea's hand? No. After the game. After the game, the three paintings that we each had. So, so yeah, after you finish three paintings, you add up the score. And I was a bit surprised because I thought I hadn't done very well. And I thought Linnea did really well. But the points were all closer than I expected. Mm-hmm. Like, I had, I think I had 20. Evan, you had 17, I think. Mom had like 22. I think I had I, like 19. And then Linnea had 25 or something. Yeah. So it's funny. I, I guess I had expected a, a bigger point difference between you and me, Linnea, but it really wasn't. I think it was because even though I got a lot of the trophies or ribbons, a lot of the ribbons that I got were only worth like one point. Oh, okay. And you guys, like I went for the strategy of getting every single different kind of ribbon, but some of the ribbons were only worth one point and then like you and mom and evan often got ribbons that were like the same that had more points so like Mm -hmm. if i got three different ribbons maybe i got three worth one point but then you guys may get two worth two points so i think that kind of leveled it out so that's part of the strategy then too is maybe to pick a ribbon color and try to go for that Mm -hmm. but again i think still worked out for me getting the most though yeah yeah but yeah I, i still think it's Partly down to luck of the draw. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. So, Canvas, I, anything else you want to say about it? That's about it for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Scale of 1 to 10, what do you think? I got so distracted by the art, I never really had much time to pay attention to the game. So I'm going to give it like a, a 7.5 just because of how good the art is. Otherwise, the game seems pretty average to me. Um, it was like really fast moving too. I noticed. Oh yeah, like it yeah. went it went around pretty fast. It was a quick game. It wasn't like rounds and stuff. And you said you wanted to share it with your friends too, right? Yeah, I think that the art aspect is my favorite part. That we're making funny illustrations. It's just kind of fun to see how they come together. Sometimes they're sometimes they actually look good. Sometimes they're kind of spooky. Sometimes they just make no sense. <laughs> the names just I love that there's names. It's so funny. So I think the game is pretty fun. It's like not my favorite, but like visually it is my favorite. So I'd probably give it like in a nine. 
Nine out of ten. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my ranking. I'm gonna say I love the art. I like the I like the box. I don't know. There's just something about the box. It's just cool because it's, yeah. it's so unique. Again, play is kind of like Gloom, kind of like Cascadia. I feel like you look at the game and think that it requires creativity, but there's not actually a lot. There's no creativity required, really. You're just kind of randomly stacking yeah, things. Yeah, randomly stacking them, yeah. So I think, I think I'm think i going to go along with Evan and give it, also give it a 7.5. I, think it's a, I mean, I think it's a fun game. It's fine. It's fast. Uh, I'm certainly looking forward to playing it again. But I think there, there are probably other games that we have that, that I like more. I feel like a variation of this game could be instead of like scoring the paintings based on what the game says, like you make something and show it to other players and then the other players like pick their favorite one yeah, and that gets yeah. the best score. That would make it more, that would make that would make it more like art creative more focused and yeah. less point Like strategy. that one Bob Ross game we have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Except prettier. Maybe we could come up with our own rules for that. So Yeah, I, I feel like both the other games that we mentioned, Cascadia and Gloom, are better than this mm. in their own ways. All right, well, there we go. There's our review of Canvas. Oh, and before we leave, I should, I should say, uh, I was looking up this game online, and I believe this game started as a Kickstarter. And I think the original Kickstarter, now, I'm not sure, I, this could just be me misinterpreting, but the pictures I saw had little easels in them where you would put your paintings on them. So I don't oh. know if the original Kickstarter had easels or maybe it was one of their stretch goals. But I thought, oh, that looks kind of neat <laughs> to set up your pictures <laughs> on a little easel. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. So so Canvas, yeah, if that sounds interesting, if this game sounds interesting, go check it out. And now it's time to move on to Fortune Cookies. You guys, I got no fortune. Oh, <laughs> my cookie is empty. Empty. Well, we always said that's good luck, right? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you guess. <laughs> I guess. I I suppose. My fortune is, education will never be as expensive as ignorance. Wow. Okay. Mine is listen attentively. You will come out ahead in the next few days. What? Listen attentively. You will come out ahead in the next few days. What? Nothing. That's just what it says. Yeah, I know. (laughs) That's been this week's episode of Lunchbox Reaction. You're so mean to me. I've been joined this week by Evan. We still don't have a Twitter. And Linnea. Goodbye. And my name is Brian. Thank you all so much for listening. Drop us a line at lunchboxreaction.net. You can send us an email there. Uh, Tell everyone you know to listen to our show. Pass the word around. We'd love to get more listeners. Woo! And thank you for listening, of course. And we'll see you all all next next week at at the the lunch table. table. So long. One of my lucky numbers is 25. Just one of them. Just one of them. One of my lucky numbers is 23. Oh, well, I also have 24 and 21. I don't have any luck this week. Oh. Anyway, Cascadia, if what we said sounds interesting.
Check it out. No, wrong game. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Cascadia too. Yeah. So, all right, let me go back. Um, you should leave that in the 